dreams. You know, I know Pops got pedigree and I'm a young rookie, but they're not going to rook us. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. Not a chance. Nope. Not a chance. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Take that for data. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it up for the new Knicks coach. Let's give it up for the new Knicks coach. What's going on? What's going on, Knicks world? This is the Nick of Time. This is the Nick of Time show. I had a brain fart for a yeah, second. it happens, man. It happens. <laughs> This is Edson Sean. What else we got in the building today? What's going on? This is Jay Ellis. And to my right, there is no Miss Black Girl Magic. Today, she's on Black Girl Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but to my right is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. And I know why Miss Black Girl Magic ain't show up this week. W why is that? Why, what? Cause she's afraid I'm gonna get her back for last week. Oh! oh <laughs> she's dodging that Ryan smoke. Yeah. Oh man! Like, yeah, yeah. yeah she, she, she wants to smoke this week. Man, so with that she, G smoke. You know, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Hot now. Okay. Well, sometimes you gotta do that. Yeah, man. I look for, for everything to cool over. Cool right. That's what it is. You know I guess saying? she figured that she, if she took a week off, that Ryan will forget. Yeah. But I don't know that what, the, the way she got him last week. It's hard to forget that. Yeah, it's very it's, hard. It's, to forget. it's hard. To forget. <laughs> Scorpios, they don't forget slights, man. Forget Scorpios, they... Leo, Virgo. That's hard to forget the way she was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh man. Well, we have a new Knicks coach. Yes. Word. Fisdale and who called it? Did you 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 said you were you really were were uh, partial to Fisdale? Yeah, I was very high on Fisdale and. Okay. And it seems like my man Perry agreed with me. I like that. I, actually, I was very, very high on Fisdale until uh, Mike B came in the picture. Mm. Mike Boonholzer. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Then Fisdale, Fisdale slid to my number two Fizzled slot. Yeah, he yeah, well, fizzled. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. I like that. He fizzled. <laughs> he fizzled to number two. But still, he was still very, very high on, on my list. list. Yeah. So I was ecstatic to see that we got the fizz. Yeah, I'm 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 excited about it. I like his energy. I've always liked his energy. We just played that clip, um, and it sounds like he's a, a no nonsense guy. Um, I'm interested to see how he interacts with the Knicks chemistry, um, and if he can create culture, change the culture, and mm -hmm. get us winning some games. Yeah, and um, I have a quote from um, Reverend Knight. He does games in the Memphis area for the Grizzlies. Okay. Mm -hmm. And here's what he had to say about um, the Fizz. Fizz can give you a mixture of X's and O's, but can talk and relate to young players. Yep. It takes the experience of sitting in that first seat to understand the difference, how I dealt with players as an assistant and how I deal as a head coach. Mm. His one and a half years in Memphis will give more insight to be better with that. Wow. Well, you know, we will soon find out. Yeah, man, I'm 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 excited, man. Fizz, he has that defensive pedigree mm -hmm. that I loved. I know we talked about this. We talked about the whole the head coaching episode yeah, about the right, defense. Right. Um, he the Memphis Grizzlies improved defensively once he got there. Right, mm -hmm. and then once they fired him, which was a stupid move by them. Yeah, but he, good for us. Good for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> the defense dropped. 
mm, as yeah. soon as he was let go. Significantly. Significantly. He comes from that Pat Riley type of school with the yes. heat. Right, he's, right, He's right. a guy who's not going to, who's not going to go easy on his players, but he right. also kind of, you know, he 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 pats him on the back mm-hmm. and gives him the tough love at the same time, which is a, is right. a good combination. Yeah. So, is there anyone besides uh, Mike B other than Fizdale that we would have been happy with? I know you still was Mark Jackson still high on your list, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, Mark Jackson was always high on my list because, as I said, like, I know he was a good defensive coach. He's a coach I preached defense first. He's good at developing young players. And I feel like he would have um, ingratiated himself well with the um, New York media and everything. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a good fit there. And And I didn't feel like what happened at Golden State should be held against him. Right. But, I mean, honestly, like, behind Mark Jackson for me was Fizdale regardless. Right, right. So I'm not, I'm not mad at this hire. Like I'm good with this hire. So yeah, there, there are some Knicks fans who are upset. I mean, really? I mean, listen. Well, this, what are they upset there's about? Always Knicks. This always upset. Yeah, Knicks. Right, yeah. right, right, right. No, <laughs> that's, 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 that's also yeah, very true. That, that's the given. That's, that's the also given. Very true. No matter who we picked. <laughs> right. I mean, somebody's gonna be mad. Someone's yeah. gonna be mad. That's how. That's how it is. I think Fizdale's a good choice because he's got the best of both worlds. Because I think. Um, as strong as Mark Jackson was defensively and, and even the way he related to players and even with the New York media, I feel like the question mark was offensively, how was he going to fare? Yeah. Was he going to hire someone who's going to help out on the offensive end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Fisdale has the best of both worlds. And, and also, I want I also want to point out that um, I know there was a lot of rumors going back and forth about Mark Jackson. Um, some people actually came forth and said that some of the things, they took ownership for some of that stuff. Like, mm. the assistant coach, uh, Scalabrini, there was a story that said Mark sent Scalabrini to the D-League. Really? Scalabrini came out and said that he was young and dumb, and he took the L for that. Okay. Oh. Mm, yeah. Let's give a shout out to Scalabrini. Who was White Mamba? Yeah, yeah, I think it was, was it White Mamba. Mamba was Mamba Scalabrini? Because I think the Red Mamba was Bonner. Yeah, Matt I think Bonner, White Mamba yeah. was Scalabrini. Yeah. Uh, I don't know all the different Mambas. There's only one real I know Kobe. This is the real Mamba. Right. Yeah. And then I know the Mamba from the Black Kill Bill. Mamba. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't forget about that Mamba. Can't forget about that Mamba. Can't never forget. Actually. Now, I mean, so Fizdale throughout his career, though, has he always gone along with his teams? That's the thing. This is, this is the thing because some people were like, well, he did Here's the thing. He didn't get along with Marcus All, right? Okay. And that's why they got fired. That's why he got fired. It's a players' league. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, they they got they got to a point in Memphis where they were trying to change the offense mm. to a more up tempo kind of feel. Right. Uh, I, I talked about this the last time with the head when we talked about the coaches. Right. Um, Marcus All fought it. He didn't like the changes he was trying to make, and then mm-hmm. he ended up accident. That's interesting. So, <laughs> but that's an that the thing was I wasn't worried about it because that was an anomaly. If mm-hmm. you talk to everybody else in the league, everybody else loved him because right. of everything he did. Like, um, he did stuff like he like met everybody's wives and had dinner with the players' families that's and stuff a, see, like that's that. A, that's the type of culture we need. Yeah. Um, do you have a, you had an article? Yeah, from from the New York Post, and okay. and they got a lot of gems in here about Fizdale. To be real about it, okay. Well, let's let's talk about some of those because I see for me that's the type of leadership you want. Somebody that is invested not only in how well you play, mm-hmm. but you know your families. Marcus all first off, he's mad because he wasn't being featured as much. Is that what the issue was offensively? Not nah. 
it was more that he, it was more that he wanted to do like a, a more of a space and pace type of office. That's what Fizdale wanted to do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Mark wanted to keep doing tr- the traditional back to the basket, slow down offense. He was trying to speed it up. Like Fizdale was looking at the analytics of the NBA, and, and he said, "It's got to go faster." Yeah, yeah. and they, and Mark fought. He's it. fighting it. Yeah. Mm. Which, wow. I mean, if you look at Mark's playing style, I mean... Yeah, it's not it's, very it, fast. Yeah, exactly. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's not surprising that he wanted to continue to, you know, have yeah, that grinded out, slow-paced offense, but... Even the way his body is, is built, built. Yeah. he's not built to run up and down the court. Yeah, he might have exactly. lost some minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to fight the minutes. Yeah, man. He yeah, that stamina. You got to have a certain exactly. amount of stamina to keep exactly. doing that, man. Yeah, exactly. But let's get some... Yeah. Excerpts from that article. Yeah, so um, they were mainly talking to Brevin Knight. You know, he does the games for um the Grizzlies in Memphis. Right. Mm. And here's probably part of the reason why Fizz got the job. Because if you recall when Scott Perry and um, Stephen Mills were talking about what they want for the next head coach. Mm-hmm. Right. And how they want him to be, you know, pretty much personable, like... You know, be like, you know, a people person and, and things like that. You yeah. know, get along well with the media. Well, here's what Brevin Knight had to say about Fizz. He's a great people person, and it takes that to survive in a big media market. That's what attracted him to them. He's engaging. If you want people to come back and love the organization, you want an engaging culture. So he pretty much gave Fizz a thumbs up right there, saying that he's the type of guy that, you know, when you meet him, you know, it's like, you know, you just automatically, like, you take to him, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's got personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and that would do well in a, in a city like New York where you have media that will get on you every day. Oh, yeah, they're going to ask, <laughs> the they like ask those questions. Now. Yeah, but yeah. He, he's got tough responses. And I think yeah. that's, that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> you ask him whatever you want. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like the fact that he doesn't back down. He doesn't crumble under the pressure. And he responds well to the tough questions. I actually thought about that. I actually thought about, you know, you know how the Knicks have a very strict media policy, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when Fizdale came out with that rant, I know we personally loved it, sticking up for your team, but I wonder if how the Knicks, over. like, like the higher ups are going to like frown on things like that. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, they got <clears> to <throat> they gotta live and die by that. You know, it's like when you hire anyone, you look at the overall scope and you're like, well, you weigh the pros and the cons. Mm-hmm. And that may come up during the season, but you got to be able to live with it and manage that. You I, know? Yeah, if, if, yeah. That's, if that's his worst, if that's his, like, his worst trait. That's what I'm saying. Then yeah. I'm, I'm I'll good. Live with I'm it. personally I, I, good. I, 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 <laughs> say what you feel, bro. Word. Get it off your chest. Exactly. And then one thing I and then one thing I liked about Fizz, like as soon as he got the job, like his first priority was to fly to Latvia to meet up with KP. Oh, right. Talk that's what I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. You know, like that. That's what I mean. Like he didn't wait for KP to come back. He's flying yeah. over there. Yo, no other coach has done that. But it's it's. <sighs> no other. I don't think any coach has done have that. You, have you ever been part of like a rites of passage program? Nah, I, I used to. I used to be like one of the big brothers at this Rice of Passage program. And that's one of the things that it don't matter how uh, tough or whatever kids are, like once they feel you're invested, they give back. They might give some resistance, but then they, they, they feel a part of something. They feel that you care. So I feel like it's the same thing. He is going over there to ensure that KP understands, look, here's what we're trying to do. Word. Get them on the same page. Mm-hmm. 
I'm guessing he's learned from that Marco Saul situation. Yeah. Man. He's like, I'm not going through that again. Yep. I'm just gonna hit this in the butt now. Right, right. <laughs> Step yeah. one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And luckily for Fizz, KP can't fit it in a run style of offense too. So it's oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, oh, yeah. so there's not gonna be I don't think there's oh, gonna yeah. be resistance from KP there. No, no, none of I think he wants to play fast. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. So most most I'm excited about this. I'm really this new era. Yeah, you know, um, we we've had too many new eras yeah, in Knicks no, basketball and, and lately. So though. that's the other thing too. Like we're hoping he's the coach that can change that <laughs> to yeah. and out culture that we got with these coaches right here. You know, we how many coaches have we gone through and say let's let's say the last? Hold on. If, if, how they writing that down? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. If I recall years. correctly, I it's nine like, coaches. Oh. I think I'm more like thirty. Damn. <laughs> no, but it's it's in. It he's our twenty ninth coach. I believe. But but how many since Jeff Van Gundy? Yeah, I know right. That, that's yeah. what that's I like mm, post yeah. Jeff, post Van Gundy era. How many coaches have we had? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I remember some crazy number like Wilkins, eleven, like eleven or twelve, so, like eleven, 11 or twelve. That's yeah. crazy. It's like wow. Wilkins, Woodson, Brown, Hornacek, Fisher. Uh, oh, we, we, we really about to name everybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> he already was running out of things on one hand. Already. You're on the second hand already. Oh, oh man, we had Rambis for like a short while. Does that count? We count the Rambis month? Yeah, you gotta count it. I mean, you gotta count it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, technically, he's a Knicks oh, head coach. Yeah, we, we had D'Antoni. D'Antoni. Oh, D'Antoni. Oh. So that's seven right there. Uh, who else? Who else is missing? Knicks trivia question. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> who can name the remaining four? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's Pretty crazy. Sure man. Can name. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, but I think you think it is 11, though. Even though the yeah. first isn't coming to mind right now. Wow. But I think it is 11. Yeah, which is crazy. When you think about it, how can you establish... And this is really... This speaks to why the Knicks don't have or haven't had an identity for years. How can you establish an identity if you're continually going through coaches? You can't. This is why this guy has to stay here, man. Yeah, he's, Figure it out, Knicks. Just make it work. Yeah. He's young enough, too. He's 44, so he could be here That's for a whole saying. lot. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> we could have him Definitely. for a good 20 years, at least, you know? Get it if you get it right. And right. I, I was listening to a podcast today too. I was listening to um to um Adrian Wojnarowski mm-hmm. interviewing Begley, and he was talking about the importance of but to backtrack the importance of having Fizdale fly out uh, to meet Przingis because he was like the only other coach to kind of do that was the one that was fired last year or a couple of years ago was the um Longstaff mm. uh, KP's favorite assistant coach. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's good that we actually kind of do that, and he also kind of pointed out that you know in the back of KP's mind, and his brothers, there's he they're still like they're still kind of waiting and seeing to see if the Knicks make any steady progress in the right direction. Of mm-hmm. course, KP's weighing options right yeah, now. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so a coach that's gonna hold somebody accountable. If you can sit Mark Gasol down, right. You can sit anybody One of down. your franchise yeah. players of that Word. organization. Exactly. Then you can sit so anybody like, down. That's what made Popovich so respected. Popovich mm. will get in anybody. He will sit the stars down and the last guy down. Once you sit the star it, down... Right. Here's yeah. the thing, too. And this is what we, I'm hoping we can develop with the Knicks. You look at Pop's teams. You sit somebody down, somebody steps in and can, can, can fill that role like the mm-hmm. person didn't leave. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this Boston team now oh, without a Gordon Hayward and the Kyrie. 
and they're still able to perform at a high level. Like, literally, they didn't lose anything. Rozier is beasting right now. Well, coach. Yo, I'm... Marcus I'm, Smart... I'm to a point right now where I'm yo. like, yo, currently, Brad Stevens might be the best coach in the NBA currently. Yo, because, yeah, because, be, but yeah. there's an argument for... Look at who he has. Yeah. And he's doing, like, what Pop does with the Spurs. You look at Philly, stack with talent, what happened? Like, right now, they're saying it's youth, but... Boston ain't an old team. Boston's a nah. young team too. I mean, I mean, they got a few veterans like Al Horford, they do. Martin yes, yes. and those dudes. But yes, they, but but still, their, their best players gonna, are young though. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not even gonna play 76 like that because no one even expected them to be at this point this fast. No, this but yeah. but they, I'm not even trying to play them. What I'm saying is, after we, I started seeing them throughout the season. I'm like, yo, this team is good. Yeah, this team is good, and I feel like they should have been winning. They did games that they should have won handily. Talent-wise, they should have been winning. They should, but, you know, mm. mistakes, rookies. It's cool, though. They're going to be around for a while. Yeah, they are. If they keep that team together. Yeah. They got the assets, man. Man. Yeah. But, you know, I'm hoping that we can have something similar with the Knicks. We need to have interchangeable pieces. That's what makes strong teams or your benches is as strong as your your, your starters. Yeah. Um. And it's not working too well for Toronto, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toronto's getting washed up, yeah. to be honest with you. But then again, and see, man, <laughs> Cavs are an interesting team as well, man. Because I feel like LeBron was literally pacing himself. First off, he played all 82 fucking games. All 82 games. Yeah. Right? Then, first playoff series is a little shaky. Now, what? That guy... Knows how to elevate the players on this team. I'm gonna say that he yeah. knows how to listen. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. you can hate him as much yeah. as you want, bro. Yeah. It, 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 it's not just that though. It also helps that whenever Toronto sees them, they're shaking their boots too. So I mean, no, listen, that helps of course, because I'm like shook ones. This should play that I, one at the beginning I, of every exactly year. because I'm like every playoff the, game. The, ro- the rose is fading away. <laughs> the only person who really don't, doesn't seem shook to me is Kyle Lowry. Yeah, he had a good game. Game he, three. right. The last game he had a good game. Yeah, too. but. Overall, like they're, you know, they, they, LeBron they, is intimidating to Toronto. Yeah, they, yeah they, they're shook. That's uh, crazy. They get, uh, they get cold sweats. Kevin loves getting off. Kevin loves getting off all season. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tuning out during his LeBron love set. Uh, <laughs> but, man. You can tell who, who runs the IG page right now. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty obvious right pretty, now, yo. Pretty obvious. <laughs> that post was actually pretty funny, though. Yeah. But, um,. But yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that this is a. <laughs> I'm really hoping this is a new day, and I mean technically it is a new day for the Knicks, but I mean, overall, culture change. And I really, the thing I really want to see is the accountability consistently throughout this season, mm-hmm. because we started out holding people accountable, and then we know what happened. Rest of the season, mm, um, yeah. I'm hoping that Fizdale is the piece. That can keep these guys accountable and relate to them. Yeah. You know. Word. I'm well, hoping. I mean, I'm happy. I know I've seen a lot of Knicks players are happy. Everybody was tweeting out. Well, yes. Yeah. They, 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 uh, well, Tim Hardaway Jean was tweeting out. Really? Yeah. Talk about that. Everybody was tweeting out, man. <laughs> uh, well, um, so now, what about some of these? 
what are some of the Knicks fans that are unhappy about the selection saying? I'm actually curious about that. What are they saying? No, they're, just like, they're like on the Stephen A. Smith train. Like, they like Mike. They they were ready for Mark Jackson. Mm-hmm. It's a story, is man. Is Stephen A. unhappy about the, about the selection? Stephen A. is not unhappy. Matter of fact, yeah, because I saw um, first take when he was talking about yeah. it. He's, he's not unhappy he's not about unhappy. the hire. Yeah, he's not unhappy. He just yeah. wished it was Mark. Yeah, exactly. He, he called it a decent hire. <laughs> it's like a quiet sub. It's like he said, Mark Jackson would have been an excellent hire. Right. Fizdale yeah. <laughs> is a decent. Wow. But, but at the same time, though, Stephen A. Smith did admit that Fizdale's a good coach. He did say it. Of course, you can't deny yeah, that. Can't, that's can't, the thing. So, he was just I mean, in his feelings. That's yeah, it. Exactly. That's all. That's what it is. My, I think that's Nick, just what I mean. I guess every fan gets in their feelings, but I feel like Knicks fans stay in them. Oh, yeah. Fisk could, could have, like, a winning percentage here, but, yeah, we should have got more. Exactly. Hey, man, we're winning. Yeah. What are you talking about? Exactly. Then, yeah, that's some of, their, some of their arguments, too, was, like, Mark, his winning percentage was, like, what is it? 50 wins, yeah, 51 f- losses? Yeah, Fizz. So people were like... Fizz, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, right below 50%. Yeah, like, so it was like, what's that about? It's like, well, his team is injured. The second he, he he did well the, the first season. The second season got on the street mm-hmm. because all the star players were down. Right. Mm-hmm. What's Mark's percentage winning percentage? Oh, a lot, a lot yeah, higher. it's like well, yeah, <laughs> he, he's okay. like he's like one twenty one one oh nine Mark Jackson. So he got a winning percentage. Okay, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you gotta look at the grand scope. Man. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 for it. I'm for it. I'm definitely for it. Yeah, but you know we're gonna see what the team looks like. Mm-hmm. Next season, um, who stays, who doesn't? Yes. Um, one of the people who seemed really happy about the Fizz hiring was Enos Cantor. Yeah, he was one of the Knicks who seemed happy about it. But <laughs> he's made some right. <laughs> Take that for data. But he, he he made some comments that I don't know. Kind of got me on the fence of thinking if he's gonna stay or not. Yeah. Um, Jay, you got those those uh comments. Yeah, I got the comment like when I when I posted it, I was like, I was like, wait, wait, am I reading too much into this comment? Right. Uh-huh. I was like, let me, let me let me ask my Knicks fans, and it was like they they were with me, they was with me. Oh, okay, uh-huh. okay. He was okay. like, nah, man, that is kind of suspect, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, Enos Cantor's quote was, "I like him a lot. I think it's amazing defensive minded coach. I think it's going to be to be good for the Knicks." And not yeah. for us. Not, yeah. Yeah, now, for, now, yes. Now, now you see, you can read into this in two different ways. Okay. Number one, you could be like, well, English is not his first language. So maybe... Uh, so, very, so, very true. So, very so, true. So, so maybe, you know, he, 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 made, he made a mistake in the way he stated his Possibility. Right. Yeah, Possibility. Because even, even when I read it, I was like, this scene's a little broken. Yeah, uh, I was like... <laughs> I like him a lot. A I think it's amazing defensive-minded coach. Okay. Right, <laughs> but then, but then the second way to read into it is that Enos Cantor does have a player option, and maybe he's thinking about, you know what, maybe I'm gonna opt out of my contract to see if I can get a longer term deal with the Knicks or elsewhere. And if that's the case, that then was the rumor, the, yeah, then if that's right. the case, he's like, you know what, I'm not sure if I'm coming back or not. Right, so he doesn't want to like bind himself to anything. Like he, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. he may have been talking to his people like, all right, I'm about to send this 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 tweet out. Look it over, proofread it. I don't know if really was proofread because nah, the way nah. it sounded, but yeah. you know, I think he's just being very specific as to how he's saying things. Like this will be good for oh, oh my the Knicks. Me, me carry that wasn't a tweet either. That wasn't a tweet. He did tweet. His, okay, his he tweet, did. But this was like more of a in an interview. He said, "Oh, oh all right. okay, 
Okay. Still, I guess he's being very careful with what he's saying. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, yeah. I, I don't know if you're reading into it. I think he's being very careful because he has not made a decision yet on paper. You know, because a lot of times these decisions have already been made and we just don't know. Yeah. But you think um, he's trying to go back to OKC? Hell no. Uh, I don't think so. I don't even think they... Uh, he lo- they, he they, loves they, Westbrook, bro. He loves Westbrook, but then he talks about he loves... He, he was so so excited to come to New York. Yeah. Does, does OKC even have cap space? Because they're way mm. over the luxury Oh, tax. no, no, you don't. They don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, no, so they don't, don't have cap space. And you know and, and, and you know, Melo going to opt back in because he ain't getting that money nowhere else. No. So. <laughs> PG might be out of there. Yeah, yeah PG, PG might, might be out, out of there. So... That's, mm. You think what and 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 if Enos goes back, what is I don't want to say what is he where you're gonna contribute, but is that the piece they're even missing? Mm. Oh, okay, see, I think they're missing a coach. They need to yeah, find out. Yeah, they, they need, need a to coach. find Billy Donovan. They need a coach. So it's like they probably need Mike B over there. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> so like, no, honestly, yeah, that be, might be a good pickup yeah, for them. To be real yeah, about it. since he's still on the market, you yeah, yeah. You guys better put a bid in. You guys better put a bid yeah, in. Yeah, if he goes to Milwaukee, oh boy. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Oh, oh boy. Oh, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Dang, that's that's going to be problems. Yo. Might be a problem. Oh, man. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Speaking of free agents, though. Mm-hmm. Speaking of free agents, Kawhi Leonard. Oh. Yes, Kawhi Leonard. Well, yes. I saw a meme where they had him in a Knicks uniform and they were trying to highlight, I guess, what we need to do to procure. What, what, what do you think the Knicks could do, need to do to even get a Kawhi Leonard to... Here, here, here's the thing. Alright, so first, I'm going to start by saying there's a lot of rumors. I don't know what's true and what's not. Of course, yeah. of course, <laughs> of course. Um, there's a lot of rumors saying that the Spurs want to move Kawhi, mm-hmm. and the Spurs want to move Kawhi to the East, because they don't want him in the West, and I also read huh. that his peoples are pushing to have him join New York, L.A., big market teams. And, 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 and the thing about that, too, is that, like, his personal doctor is located in New York. Yeah. Well. He's been in New York for yeah, like a minute. For real. So, here's the thing, though. Okay. Here's the thing. What's it going to take to be Kawhi? Because it seems like... That's it really seems like... The way that this has been going for Kawhi and the Spurs right now, Kawhi missing the playoffs, and them seeming to be um, like kind of agitated that he's not playing, they I think right. it's very likely that he's gone. I think he's not going to be there next season. Mm-hmm. Wherever he goes, he won't be there for those same reasons you just highlighted. Like you have people like Parker, who's not very vocal unless something is concrete. You know, talking about. Kawhi and they're questioning if he, how hurt he is. Mm-hmm. Um, him not being in the playoffs, like, I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to be there next season. Yeah, then you had Ginobili come out with, with quotes saying, like, you know, he, he's pretty much given up on Kawhi even showing up for the rest of the season. You know, they just got to, you know, concentrate on what they can do and not he's even think about Kawhi coming back. So it's like, there's, there's a lot of tension. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of tension in San Antonio right now between Kawhi and the franchise. So, would so I know we talked about this before. Yes. Would we, would you trade for Kawhi? Yes, but it's a matter of what. I mean, it has to make sense. I would love to have a Kawhi because that's one of the pieces I feel we need. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah. game lends itself to the piece we need. But what are we sacrificing to get him? The what thing. do you think they're going to ask for? 
they're definitely gonna ask for first round picks. That's a yeah, that's a man. definite. We still need those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We, we, still, we still need those. <laughs> and, and, and they're gonna probably ask for at least one of our young talents. Frank no. Uh, yeah, which 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 means which means probably uh, Frank. Let's take Moody. <laughs> 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 yes, Moody. Yeah, but name. Exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the only thing is that the Spurs are actually, the, the, the only thing is that the Spurs are actually good at evaluating talent. So they already know Moody is trash. So, <laughs> so, no. so, so they're not oh, taking him. What's that? What? 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 Uh, Dudier? <laughs> I was saying. Oh, now you, now you're officially in the in the mess, Rob. <laughs> I mean, I've been one of the advocates for him to go anyway. So, I'm mean, I mean, too. It, 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 it right, hence the name that you started. Yeah. <laughs> I did not start it. You act like this is on tape. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I would... I said, I said this before. I said I would trade for Kawhi at right. first. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not so sure I would do that. <laughs> mm. Oh, are you trying Why? to say, are you trying to say that you you would wait till two thousand nineteen when he's a free agent? I would wait. I would wait. It's like you having flashbacks of Melo. Oh yeah. <sighs> you trading all our assets. So you say don't start be, again. Don't be hasty. Mm-hmm. Don't be hasty. Trust the process. I can see that. Stack I stack all that. our picks. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Stack all our that. picks. I ain't trying to give up Frank. Do you see? Do you see Frank in the black and white pictures? He's training. In the squats, he's his arms all glistening with the muscles and stuff. <laughs> and he's he's ba- he's dri- he's dribbling basketballs with the, the gloves on like Steph Curry. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You get ready, man. That's on where's that on his IG page? The Knicks page. But then okay. also I follow this this French Knicks podcast, mm-hmm. and he was like they they were posting like um his workouts. Like he's already really? started working out. He's already st- he's already started training. Like two days after the wow. the game was open, he already started. So oh, he's on that Oladipo that, workout. Yeah, he's Oladipo yeah, yeah. situation. Hey, he's, coach, when can we get started? Bro? Yeah, exactly. he's like he's already lifting weights. He's already playing ball. He's already squat. He's already doing everything. He's easy. Nice. He, he's ready to go. Man. Oh man. Well, I, again, I you know I feel like I felt I did I feel like this last season. Kind of. I mean, think think about look where the Celtics are with all their all the listen. I'm all just the young right. They mm-hmm. have. As I'm the saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about what next season will look like. I think a stronger Frank. Uh, a, a now now a, a like you could say a more seasoned Frank. He went through one season yeah. of the league. Mm-hmm. Now he knows what he needs to do, how he needs to prepare to succeed. If we get if we get end of season Frank. You know what yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like we'll get that and better. If he, KP's gonna be stronger because he's building his body up. We'll yeah. see if he comes back next year. We'll see. We can yeah. end the season Frank with a pick, a yeah. nice solid pick. Yeah. Maybe a nice free agent. Yeah. This I don't know. Maybe we can make some noise. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, and and I mean to be real about it, because I mean, like I said, I would trade for Kawhi too, but at the same time, though, it's like you know what? The, it's it's probably about time the Knicks do a slow rebuild. Absolutely, you know uh, what I mean. Yeah. Is instead of trying to rush things and just and just trying to win overnight like that, because how many times have the Knicks tried that? And it's been a flop every time too. Every so, year. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. The de- right there, right. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Yeah, it's so, so tempting. It, it is. <laughs> it is. I'm saying. It's so it's like when you think about it, it's like, damn, Kawhi, Kawhi, you know, but. Two-way player Kawhi, that's what I'm saying. And that's why I was like, yeah, I would do it. But what do we sacrifice for it? But it's like, 
like you said, if you really look big picture, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, how tight will we be if he still only played like thirty games next season and we traded our whole team? Yeah, that is true too. <laughs> That's another <laughs> thing because he's injury prone. Word. You know, be super tight. Mm. You know, you know. Now thinking about it, it's probably best we. Hold off for hold off for a year, just you know, chill. just just to see just to see if he comes back healthy enough. How would y'all be salty if he got traded to Brooklyn? No, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He would have stayed there anyway. So I mean, uh, that's, 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 like, <laughs> to be honest, no, honestly, yes, I'm like, I, I wouldn't even be mad about that. Like, how far is Brooklyn gonna actually go? Yeah, do they even have draft picks yet? They I, gave I, everything I, away, didn't exactly. they? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they trade. What even was eating off of the stuff they handed away, man? It's like, I don't know. Like, and would they the trade, Celtics, yo. Would they trade into the, the Celtics? Right. <laughs> like, they trade into the Celtics? Would they load up the Celtics with them? Because, like, they, the Celtics got the pieces, man. That's so messed up. Like, that would be scary. The, was that the pieces that Celtics has? Was those, those are the picks that uh, Brooklyn had? Part of it, yeah. Shoot. I know Brooklyn has got the reason. And that kind of stuff. Rushing, yo. just rushing a brush, like, oh, you could have had those picks, Brooklyn. Exactly. And and, <laughs> now, and and now this season, Cleveland has their picks. So it's like paint jobs, you're messing up. <laughs> messing oh, up. You're making God. it harder for everybody in the East, but yourself. Exactly. It's, right. It's, no, you know, making it harder for yourself too. Like Right. Exactly. It's like it's like, what the hell does Cleveland do with a top ten pick? You know what I'm no saying? No way. Like, Ugh, man. It's uh, it's like thinking long term, you know. And I think that's well. I'm assuming that's one of the things the Knicks learned from the mellow situation. Because it's like the fallout from it is still, we still feeling an aftershock from that a bit. Word. A bit, you know. So. OKC going to try to trade Mellow too, but he ain't going nowhere. Right. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the same no trade clause, bro. I'm exactly, right here. Yo. yo, can Mellow be out of the league in two years, yo? Oh. I, you you know what? I, I just... If if, if, if Mellow humbles himself and. Okay. And, 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 well, and, let's, and... let's get that. Elephant out the room. I don't think he will. Clearly because of the way this season went. Yo, mm-hmm. come off the bench. Do a Dwayne Wade. He He's... has to come off the bench for him to stay in the league, yeah. though. His ego is not... Uh, his ego right, might, have out, ha, might have him out of the league. Has, you, but you know if there's a no-trade clause, how are they going to get him out? I'm not talking about next season. I'm talking about the season after. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, right, cause, right. Cause you got to remember, that. that's what happened to Allen Iverson. Because Allen Iverson, yes. didn't, he didn't want to lower his, his ego pride. either. He had too much pride, and he and he felt like even even late in his career that he was a starter, and it went it came he to a wasn't. point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it came you, to a point the where the contribution like, you would give him was not. You ain't the same AI. Exactly. You were definitely yeah. not the answer right now. And it came to a point where it was like, you know what? If you're not gonna lower your standard, I mean, or, or I mean, you yeah, know, that, you're, you're not gonna, you know, um, humble yourself. Humble and yourself. Come off the then bench. yes. It, Mellow, you need to come off the bench. Come off we, the bench. We love bench, you, Mellow, but like, definitely you are come not, off the bench. The same mellow. Your decline is is actually so rapid. But the funny part about it is, last year's off season he was looking great. Yeah. What weird. happened to Hoodie Mellow? What happened? I don't know. His jump shot. Like, what is happening? Is he not practicing? I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't have to cut as hard when he's doing those videos. He ain't playing yeah, all. Yeah, but, okay, but then he, why don't <laughs> jump shot so, bro? I don't know, man. He wasn't. I mean, to that's be, his bread and butter. And then. After that wasn't working, the mid range wasn't working either. Like, what's happening? He had yeah, he was featured in the, he was, he was featured in his hoodie metal offense. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. He was a featured in the OKC metal offense. Yeah, that's, that's why they were saying he should go come off the bench so he could be featured. He should not have been featured. Period. And, and and I feel like he took too many difficult shots at OKC too. Like I feel like I the think type that, of that might be what it is. I feel like the type of offense Billy Donovan was running. It was like 
Okay, so you're gonna run a you so you're gonna run an isolation offense, but yet you have no shooters out there to space the floor. So it's like you just yeah, gonna Melo's your only real shooter because everybody drives the basket. I mean, PG could shoot from out there too, but he's more effective driving to the basket. Exactly. Like OKC had no legit shooters where teams were scared of them. Where it's like, okay, if Westbrook is driving to the hoop or if PG driving to the hoop, no one's gonna collapse on them. You know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. stay at home on Melo, and that's it. You know, but Melo needs to come off some screens, some more screens. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to create yeah. for yourself. He needs to get yeah. his body right. You know, that's what really it's needs true. To do, man. Yeah, it's true. Concentrate on cutting, shooting jobs, just straight up cuts. Listen, look at, I mean, clearly he's more skilled. I mean, overall than Kyle Korver, but you look at a Kyle Korver who's eating off those screens. Look at Vince Carter who's like reinventing himself. How old is he now? Forty one. Still in the, (laughs) still in the league. Still. So it's like kill him off the bench. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden he's a, all of a sudden he's a sniper from three. This is what I mean. (laughs) Exactly. Melo, get some rest. You don't have to start the game. Come off the bench. Mm -hmm. Give give us some productivity. We know you're not gonna give us no defense. Would you have Would you have Melo on on the Knicks in two seasons from now? No. If he decides to come off the bench. But um. No, I think that ship has sailed, man. And as much as I like Melo, I feel like that ship has sailed. He has shown me nothing that's going to show me he's going to humble himself enough to be mm-hmm. part of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. He's might still... I don't know how sour he still is with the whole, you know, way that... And granted, Phil Jackson isn't here anymore, but mm-hmm. it's yeah. still attached to it. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. And Mel's not even looking at the benefits of it. It's like, yo, if you decide to come off the bench, that's not saying that you're not going to get your usual minutes. You get, you know, exactly. You're getting you all know? your shots, bro. This is what I mean. There's people that come off the bench to get more minutes than the starters in certain games, certain positions. Exactly. You know, like... And then on top of that, he's going to be facing the second unit that he could probably come he, You're going to get your... You're going to pad your stats. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Humility is... is, is uh, uh, it, it's, it's probably one of the best qualities to have, but it isn't easy mm. to come by. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At the end of the day, OKC needs to get a coach that will ins- that will install more motion into their offense because their offense is too stationary and that's not going to work with Melo at this point in his career, you know. So and it's like the mix is just so weird. You have Westbrook, who fast pace attacks the basket, high energy, right? You got PG. You just figure that it would work. Mm-hmm. One. Melo, first off, you have to be the third option. If you're going to start, you have to be the third option. Set a screen, get open, bro. Like, you're not going to, you don't have, you shouldn't have the ball in your hand. Yeah. You're not the playmaker. Nope. I don't know. Anyway, he's no longer on the Knicks, and so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well. I guess somebody could be. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody could be, I guess. Speaking about could be on the Knicks. Uh, Since this Fisdale pickup, there's been another rumor. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> it's the, hit the boo button. No. <laughs> <laughs> hit the boo button, man. We're not going to hit the boo button this time. Oh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Where's Rappaport when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> there's a rumor. There's a rumor that um, because of Fisdale's hiring, Rumors are ugly. They are ugly, but sometimes they can be good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what side of the rumor this is on. Not the good side. No, I think this rumor is kind of pretty. Nah, man. <laughs> so nah, the Nick. Apparently, the rumor is that 
The Knicks are planning to clear cap space to go after (laughs) 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 to go to go after LeBron. Um, as a free agent. So we already, I'm not even going to ask what you think because we already know what Jonathan thinks about that. No, you don't want to, what? I said, we know what you think about that. Oh, oh, you know what I think? Yeah. I'm pretty certain. Oh, okay. You want me to double down? No, of course. I mean, 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 okay. You you can still talk, but we we both know where you're going with this, so. So, (laughs) how how do you feel about that? You know what, y'all say what y'all think Oh, no, no, no. And then I'll, I'll, Oh, you're going to go last? Yes. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Man, I'm not really a big I'm not really a big fan of that. I I I hit the applause button on that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm in control of this situation over here. That's all right. I got my own button. That, <laughs> I got my own two hands. I'm not really a fan of that, but that's just because I'm used to. And again, you know, I understand it's a new league, and 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 I do like that players have more control over where they can go. What a bottle But you know. Outside of the insulting things he's done towards the Knicks, I feel like that's just all antics and how he gets himself amped for the game. He ain't gonna even pushing my rook. Right, but then what if they're on the same team? He's shaking hands with him. Anyway, but listen, I I think for me it's um, I don't think we need that, man. I don't think we need that. How much caps are we gonna have to clear to get LeBron here? One, two. It feels like, and I'm probably gonna feel away if he does come and we start winning, like. We had to get the best player in the league. That's just like a cheat code. I, I I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with that. Um, like selling your mama crack. Huh? It, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't feel comfortable mama. with that. I, I do think he's an amazing athlete. Um, I love the things he does on the court and how he can raise the play of other players. You have to but, say that when you when you when you, when you say you don't want LeBron because LeBron fans get really testy. <laughs> but the thing is, you know what I liked about the league before was that. You knew there was gonna be rivalries. Mm-hmm. You weren't gonna see Michael Jordan on the on the Celtics. You were never gonna see that. You weren't gonna see Magic on the Bulls or yeah. or Isaiah Thomas on the Bulls playing with Michael. The only time we saw that was USA Basketball, and that was just different. But mm-hmm. you know, and even then, in the practices, it was going at it. It was trying to kill each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a different league, and again, I want people to get their money, and I want them to get their just. I just. I would just be like, ah, oh, this is, this is kind of lame. We got LeBron on the team. Word. Of course, we're gonna win. I don't care yeah. if it's their LeBron or friends. I'm sorry, I was gonna go last. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what All do you right. Think? Well, before I was really interrupted, um, <laughs> <laughs> when I heard this rumor, the first question that came to my mind was, who do we got to trade <laughs> to clear that space to bring in LeBron? <laughs> he said, we gotta get with the whole team. <laughs> Okay, we got LeBron and, and eleven other scrubs. That's cool. We can make this work because uh, all we because all we need is LeBron and KP. That's all we need. And we, and we and we go into the NBA finals. So dis- <laughs> that's all we need, yo. <laughs> I'm so disgusted by you, Robert. I'm so disgusted by you. Uh, but I think that's the thing. Like, look at you. But that's the thing. Like we got LeBron and KP. That's like if they don't go, you failed. Yeah. Your team failed if you don't go. If you got KP and LeBron on your team, you failed. Exactly. Well, well, I, I forgot. KP, LeBron, and have Frank run point, and that's all we need. Even still, even that's if you didn't have need. Frank, right? You failed. <laughs> so it's like, that's like an automatic, like, I don't like that. You know, like, I don't like the fact that the beginning of the season, we knew who's coming out the West, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. 
I think it takes some of the fun out of the 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 the, the, the league and and yeah. I think I liked this season because it was a little bit of like a shake up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Houston was doing well. And then I like the the Boston story is amazing. You know, it's like Philly, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh wow, we got some fresh blood coming in here. Yeah. But you get a stacked team. Like stacked teams are boring, man. You know. Anyway. Like yeah, Golden State yeah. is boring to watch. Meaning I love the way they play the game, mm-hmm. but it's boring to watch because I know who's gonna win. For the most part. In a series, mm-hmm. you got a, a Golden State with a healthy Steph Curry and everybody. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah, that is true. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all for the slow rebuild. But but you wanna sell your mama but, crack. But, but there but there are exceptions. <laughs> you wanna sell your mama are, crack for the cheap are, come up, son. There are exceptions to the rule though. Oh. And oh. and one of the exceptions to the rule is LeBron James. No. Oh, that is one of the exceptions to the rule right there. <laughs> you have no morals, man. No morals. I don't believe you. Yeah, but sometimes when you want to win, morals need to be thrown out the window, all right? <laughs> Damn. Damn, man. Who, who are you, man? <laughs> who made you like this? You're not a hero at all. If you was an Avenger, you'd be dead right now. <laughs> all right? Nah, man. If I was an Jeez. Avenger, I'd be, a, I'd be alive because I'd be like, yo, put it in the hands of the king. Oh, my God. Oh, so you would have gave Thanos the stones. <laughs> Damn. Man, yo, snap your fingers, man. Snap your fingers, man. Yin-Yang twins the situation, you, thing. You, you, you see, you see, it, it, I would say something, but I don't want to spoil it for the people out there who haven't seen Avengers yet. Man, oh, wait, yeah. wait, when did Avengers come out, man? It came out like two weeks ago. If they haven't seen it already... All right, okay, all right, okay. Nah, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. If you didn't hardly seven, homie got hate mail for saying this. <laughs> 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 What happened? was real. Hi, and he said, this oh. new guy hate mail for spoiling the Avengers. Oh, <laughs> oh, yo, homie, they call him HR and everything, yo. Damn. Damn. <laughs> all, all, all I'm going to say is my response has to, do with, it has to do with what Dr. Strange said in the movie. I'm not going to say anything else. Okay, all right. All right, now. Y'all need to figure it out. Don't don't Jeez. yeah don't we don't want no hate mail yeah <laughs> no 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 no, no hate DMs in the on the IG for real yo <laughs> oh man for for those of you who saw us name snap your fingers that's all I gotta say <laughs> <laughs> that's all I gotta say <laughs> oh man oh my LeBron joined the Knicks are y'all crazy. Man, listen. First I, of all, why would LeBron even want to come to the Knicks? First of all, LeBron hates the Knicks. Because he's the king of New York. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> y'all patronizing me right now, yo. Patronizing me. King of New York. <laughs> you can't be the king of New York and have a losing record in New York. I'm going to say that. All right. Second of all. <laughs> oh. He has a losing record in New York? I'm saying we beat, let's see. How many games? Well, we beat him in, no, he, he won the first game. Right. Mm-hmm. We won one game. Mm-hmm. I think he lost to Brooklyn twice. I'm kind of the Brooklyn games, if you know. What? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Added the paint jobs? Wow. Are paint jobs and live in New York? Wow. Yeah, they do. Okay. Look at this guy. I thought, wow. I thought the enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> Word. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hate scale? LeBron, wow. the paint jobs. <laughs> yes, LeBron is over the paint jobs and the hate scale. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. He ain't going to spend the water bottle and push my rookie and be like, oh, let's come join you. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro not happening. Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not. No. I'm not having, I'm not for having LeBron. Mm-hmm. First of all, he don't even want to come here. Right. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he disrespected my city. Uh. Third of all, I don't, I don't like, I just don't like him. Oh, okay, that's what, I was, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I don't 
don't. Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. He's cool. He's cool. As a you know, as a person and stuff. You gotta you gotta you gotta coddle the LeBron fans. He's he's cool as a person and he plays basketball well, but I don't want him here. I just, <laughs> all right. Well that's I fair. don't like his ego. Yeah. That's fair. I don't I don't I, I just, we can win without him. LeBron come through, that's all I'm gonna say. Sounds, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I share a podcast with you. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so dirty. Even though we're talking about a slow rebuild, right? Free agency. What are the possible free agents that we could sign that aren't LeBron James? Well, <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, we gonna a- exclude. We gonna exclude folks. Yes. <laughs> I, we mean, are. I mean, I mean, we already we already talked yeah, about. Yeah, we did. Him. We, we yeah. spoke. Okay. Yeah. So we don't have to include him again. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. So now I went through the list of free agents for the 2018 free agency. Okay. Obviously, I didn't list everybody because not everybody is relevant, and there's only a few names that might seem reasonable or possible right. that we may be able to sign. Okay. Such as. Yeah, I'm about to get to that list right now. Potentially, the Knicks could have up to 24.6 million in cap space for okay. this upcoming free agency. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that comes up is Rodney Hood. Where the hood at? Where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at? Exactly. I was definitely high Rodney Hood during our free agent Right, but I think when we spoke about this before we spoke Mm -hmm. about Rodney Hood, that'd be a good pickup. Yeah, he's 25 years old. Okay. Currently on 3.4 mil. Mm -hmm. The only thing is that he's going to be a restricted free agent, which means that we're going to be competing with other teams to get his signature, which is going to drive up the price. Uh, Right. And depending on the LeBron situation, yeah, that exactly, too. Exactly, it can affect whether or not we can get him or not. Because you know, if money's tied up with LeBron, exactly, it might be easier for us to pluck him. Exactly, mm-hmm. or not, or not. You know, if LeBron leaves, they might be willing to invest a little bit more money in him. Right. Yeah. Right, because they're going to be in rebuild mode at that point. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. So that's the first guy that. I had on the list. Okay. Another guy where I'm kind of iffy on because of the long injury history is Nerlens Noel. He's 24 years oh, old, mm-hmm. earned 4.1 mil this previous season. Uh. He's a possibility. It's just that the long injury history has me kind of like iffy on whether the Knicks should sign him or not. If That's if <coughs> KO or Cancer don't come back. I would think... I would be for it, only because at this point, if we did get Noel, it would be on the cheap. Like mm-hmm. he's he's got like he got into yeah. a little bit of trouble with the little drug situation. He was yes. past the Dutchie Pony left hand side over there, <laughs> and Dallas got a little weed trouble with <laughs> with him and, and Cephalosha. So you know he only made four million last year. He didn't play that much. Mm-hmm. So if we have him on the squad this year, I don't think it's it's gonna gonna be for like four million. It's not gonna be for a lot. Yeah, it's gonna. He's definitely gonna be be on the cheap. It's gonna be on the cheap, and he might be willing to do that because it is New York. Mm-hmm. There's more eyes here, so if you're going to resurrect your career, the place to do it is New York. Right. Yeah. But now, <clears throat> what what injuries has he had, and over what time period? You know. <laughs> well, I think I checked. He only played thirty games this season, I think, and he started six. Okay. So he's been out for pretty much like fifty games. And the season before that, was he also hurt? 
Yeah, he has a long injury history. Like I, yeah. I like I don't like I don't think he's played a full season to be real about so it. So I think for me, I'd be a little wary about pulling the trigger on that one. Like, yeah, we definitely get him for the cheap, but like, are we taking a risk with his injury history? You know, if it's a one year, yeah, con- if it's yeah. a one year, it depends. Like, if it's, I feel like he's like an end of the bench type of guy kind of bring in to see if he still has it and right. take a long mm-hmm. look at him later if it's Okay. Especially yeah. if, if like something happens like Enos is out. Yeah, if it's mm-hmm. a one year, okay. Yeah, it's not much risk there. Right. Yeah. If it's yeah. a one year, I st- we could try that. Um, okay. Uh, who else we got? Well, I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to start off by saying this. I'm naming guys that I think the Knicks have a chance at but I'm also, but I'm also having like honorable mentions also. Of course. Where like, if it was possible, do you think do you think you would want this guy on the team? Okay. The next guy I'm coming up with is Wesley Matthews. I don't think the Knicks have a chance at this guy I'm, because he's 30 years old. He's earning 18 mil, and it's like you have to think about this. Like the Knicks are trying to open up cap space. Would you commit that much money to Wesley Matthews at this at this no. point at this point in his Not career? At 30, no. Right, I'm about to say like we're looking at rebuilding younger. Mm-hmm. He's already 30. You know. Yeah, I say. Yeah, I'll pass on that. Yeah, because the way I'm thinking about it is that if the Knicks had a playoff-ready team, then I would then it'd be di- yes. it would be different. Yes, yes. But the Knicks are young. The Knicks don't have a playoff-ready team, so that's a guy that I would pass on. It's a play option, too, so I don't know if he would even opt out. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. That's the most money he's going to make for the rest of his career. That's what I mean. Like He needs to stay where he is. He's at. not going. Yeah, yeah. He ain't, mm, that's, that's called idiotic if he does that yeah uh, but at the same time i'm like he's 30 so i'm like maybe he wants to opt out and go to a team that can actually win too so, so he's gonna come to the knicks not to throw shade away yeah, because they're rebuilding right yeah now. we're yeah. not we're not in that space he's not in a sp- he, we would be of no benefit to him and i don't think he'd be of any benefit to us so. yeah exactly the next guy on my list will barton which is interesting because he plays for denver and he had a breakout season this year mm-hmm. what was his he's um 20 per game well, I don't have the stats okay. with me currently, but I think he averaged like around 15, 16 a game. Okay, not bad. Yeah, um, he's 27 years old. He earned 3.5 mil. What position? He's um a wing. Okay. And he's, a, he's not a shooting guard? A wing, pretty That's much. the shooting, same, yeah. right, yeah. And, he, and more than likely, I think he's going to be looking for a pay raise based on the season he had this year. Mm. But, but for what I've seen from him, he's a very good player. He he defends. He can score the ball. Decent three point shooter. Yeah. Like I feel like he could be a piece on the Knicks, but again, like we have a, we have a, enough guards that is, as it yeah. is. So I'm not really sure how he would fit in <laughs> if the Knicks would go after him. But right, right, right. I, I agree with you there. Like I'm very worried about adding another guard. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think we're even guard the small heavy. even small forwards at this point. I'm not even sure if I would add. We are guard heavy right now. Yeah, I think we're good with that. You got another one? Oh uh, yeah. Or, I got, or do you I got, want me to go? Or? Oh, 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 oh no, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got like many more. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. These are just mentions. These are just honorable mentions because I already know the Knicks have no chance. Chris Paul, no chance. Yeah, no chance. Trevor Ariza, no, yeah. no chance. You missed that one. Clint Capella, restricted free agent, no chance. I would love that, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Gerald Greenware. He he. he what he, what is he making like, this year? He's not earning a lot this year. He's like, he's like veterans minimum. He's like veterans minimum minimum. But um, the thing with Joe Green is that 
he's a streaky player. You know what I mean? Like he yeah, can he yeah, can he can definitely get you buckets in like in like a few minutes span or whatnot. Yeah. The thing is, I'm not sure what he's looking for at this point in his career. Like, mm-hmm. does he want to play for a winner or is I he trying it. to? How old is he? He's in his thirties. I feel like yeah. we have like a Troy Williams who can kind of fill that. You yeah. Know, yeah. Gerald Green, sorry, Kate Roll, right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Exactly. And now this one is gonna, you know, have y'all probably happy. Okay. Lance and make them dance. Okay, now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> boy, let's Lance do it. How, what what is he making this year? Four point one mil. Ooh. So here's the thing about Lance. Twenty seven years old, but it's a team option. I don't know. I don't know if the Pacers are gonna bring him back. Maybe it, they the, yeah. There's a good chance he, he that they're gonna yeah, exercise stopped. that. Of course I like him yeah. just just the, for trolling reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want him to. I just want him to troll LeBron. Really, that's really what it is. <laughs> you don't even have to play. Yeah. <laughs> All I need you to do. <laughs> Play four times a year for all I can. Right. <laughs> get just under his skin. Mad. Yes, just get him yeah. pissed. Just like push his feet fly off the screen. Blow in his ear. Do whatever you gotta do. <laughs> exactly. And and I think if, if Lance was to come back to New York, he would really be dancing on oh, the court. Yeah. That would be entertaining. <laughs> that would be hey. great. I, I just feel like Lance would just be good for New York basketball. Yeah. That's what I think. I can imagine like Lance and Brandon Jennings together or something crazy. Oh, oh man. man. That would be insane. <laughs> That'd be funny. Lance, yeah. if Lance comes to New York, that's probably going to be my new favorite player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Lance... Dave, that's going to be on you. Right, right. right Bring right. that in there, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, man. Then we have Trevor Booker, who played with Indiana. He's he's a cheap option because he he's he's on 446K right now. Oh, so he would be a cheap option to bring in. I think if like Ko goes, because I if I see him as like similar type of players almost, mm-hmm. just that Ko is like a better passer, but like yeah. that mid range uh, game or whatnot, and play defense, yeah, like mid range bruiser type of guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's a similar player. So I'm like, if Ko goes, maybe you could bring him in on the cheap. Yes, yes, yes. I, f- yes, I feel yes. like he's. Gonna, I feel like the Knicks are gonna work on him. They made it seem oh, like yeah? no, nah, like because that press conference they had a while ago, mm. they made it seem like. They was really gonna make it like a priority to speak to KO to see where his mind is at. Okay. So I think they really want him back. So. Yeah, I mean, he's just been such an integral piece to this rebuild. He's each season, he's what? been improving. One of the smart, one of the smart film moves. Yes. Yeah. One of the smart film moves. You know, he's probably one of the, and I've said this before, one of the better passers on the team. Yeah. You know, high energy. We need to keep him. Yes, yes. Plus, Kathy would probably have a heart attack if we got rid of him. <laughs> True. There's, there's one guy I haven't mentioned yet that I love, but I feel like it might be too late now. Who's that? Um, Meritick. Meritick. Uh, oh, Meritick. I love like I'm like. You say you think it might be too late? I don't know because you know what he's he's performing well. I have my eye on him when on the Bulls looking to trade him. Oh in, yeah, yeah, in yeah, February. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But, and I was like, yo, he's like he he can shoot the three. He fits in what Fidel's probably trying to do right now with the mm-hmm. you know the the big Up-tempo. man who can space and pace. Yeah. Um, he's not like a huge shot blocker, but his he has quick enough feet where he can like guard Disrupt shooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can guard shooters and be healthy in the pick and roll, unlike Enos is right now. Mm-hmm. So. And he can post. Right. And he can post and shoot three. So I'm just like, yo, he I feel like he'd be really nice 
next to KP when he's eventually healthy. Yeah. And now he got he ended up coincidentally going to um New Orleans. New Orleans. And you see how he's doing next to, to yeah. uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been doing his thing. And they have these stats too, like when he she shaved his beard, he's gotten even better since he shaved his beard. Oh, <laughs> that, that, that's like the reverse of Samson. Yeah, man. Right, right. Like he's averaging 2010 once he since he wow, shaved his beard. Wow, okay now. So I I really like I really like his game, man. Yeah, wow. but the, the, the only thing with Miritic is that like I see I see a situation where if they decide to not bring back the Marcus Cousins, who's also gonna be a free agent, which the Knicks do not have a chance at. Yeah, and I mm. and I wouldn't want the Knicks. I wouldn't want the Knicks to go like after him anyway. I feel like they're gonna try to bring him back though. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we could steal him if they try to give him the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, but but what I'm what I'm thinking is that I'm thinking the Pelicans might be thinking like you know what maybe we don't need the Marcus Cousins and I think and I feel like they may give Meritick some of that money and resign oh, yeah. him. Yeah, gonna go that route. That's, I, that, that, mm. that, that's what I believe. Mm. That's interesting, actually. Well, if they if they go for the Cousins route, then maybe we can knock on Meritick's door. Like, hey. Right. We give you this. So he's looking for a team. Yeah. If Enos yeah. opts out, <laughs> out, maybe we give him at least a one year. Right. Yeah. A one year, 16. I mean, he's probably going to want 18 or something. I think he's making 16 right now. But um, at least we can give him a one year for 2019 and then see how that go. And yeah. Like, right. And yeah. like, yeah, we still want you, but you know, we'll see right. how free agency goes. If you move Courtney Lee and Lance, mm-hmm. exactly. maybe we can keep you longer term or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Cause we, we we definitely gonna have, might have a hole in the small forward spot. Mm-hmm. Like even looking at um Mario Hezonja. Mm-hmm. Oh, from Magic. Uh, from the Magic, actually wasn't wasn't for having him on the squad in February. Right. But then he's gotten. It seems like he's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Since the All Star break, his three point shooting has gone up. His percentages have gone up from last year to this year, yeah. and towards the end of the season, he started sh- shooting more around fifty percent mm-hmm. mm. from the fifty percent from the field. I think around forties from three. Wow! And he, so I'm like, you know, maybe he's starting to actually beginning to get it. Um, mm-hmm. When I read reading about him, is the coach he's responding to the coaching that Vogel's been getting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and they they're praising him over there. So I would love that'd be a nice little pickup, but um. I'm not sure if he's willing to leave though. From what I'm reading about him, he seems like he's really he's more about basketball than money mm-hmm. or anything. Mm. Like that. And he seems he seems like he's just like I can seem to play ball. You just gotta remember a lot of the foreign players, and I, I think I mentioned this a couple of episodes back. Once they're at a place where they feel comfortable, like the money is not the determining factor for them because they're making more than they would have ever made in their life. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Right now, and so they're good. They're like, yo, I'm just I want to just play ball on a team that I'm comfortable with and mm-hmm. you know you think about all of the teams in the league only two get a chance to play for the finals so everybody else is just working business as usual and just clocking in mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah that's true but yeah. um to continue on the free agent list mm-hmm. the next two I'm not even going to talk about because I can't see them going to, I can't see them going anywhere Thaddeus Young player option I'm pretty sure he's going to opt in okay DeAndre Jordan player option. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's gonna opt yeah, in because yeah, that exactly. 24 mil, he's not leaving that. Oh, yeah, no, 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 he's comfortable. He's, he's an interesting player though, but again, he's a guard. Avery Bradley. I like Bradley. I know. Yeah. I was looking at him. I love Bradley for the Celtics for so long. I wanted him so bad, but I don't even know, man. With the it's guards, like, man, yeah. we're just too guard heavy. Moody, and if we got rid of Moody, then there's maybe. Yeah, we're using Moody and get him yeah. out of there. 
<laughs> Moody and Jack from Get the toilet tissue, man. Bradley. The toilet tissue. Bradley and yo, Bradley and Frank. That's what I'm oh saying. Oh my god. Yeah, that would what be, I'm yeah. Bradley and Frank. That would be the ill defensive backcourt right there. Get the there. toilet tissue, get duty out of here. What? And then Frank. Yo, how Bradley. old is Bradley, son? He's 27. Okay. No, nah, I still would go with it. I I, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't be upset about yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's in his prime right if now. If we got rid of Moutier and we were somehow able to get Brad, I wouldn't be upset with that. You know, 27 is pushing it a little bit, but he's still under 30, mm-hmm. you know. And how's his penetration skills? I know he's more of like a, he's more like a spot-up shooter. Yeah, he's more of a three, shooter, yeah. Three, yeah, but, he, guy. but if I last remember, he was penetrating a little bit more. I think that was Towards the game. Towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was actually working he was on that part of his game. game. But we still have Burke, too, so it's like, hmm. Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, many things. That's why. That's why the guard. You know. Yeah. It, it's I'm, very, very touchy with the guards because we have so many, mm-hmm. and even if we can't get one to do all of it, we have some that do pieces of it. So we bring somebody else in. How much playing time are they gonna get? You yeah, know. Exactly. How can we use them effectively? Who's not gonna get minutes? You know. But the thing is that if we bring in Avery Bradley, he's definitely gonna take somebody's minutes because there's yeah. no way. He's, there's no way he's sitting on the bench. Yeah, because especially defense man. and defensively, like yo, he's not gonna sit on the bench. Word. Yeah. Like, Frank, man, you got to develop your penetration skills, man. Yeah. If Frank can develop his penetration skills... I feel like mm. he's working... I don't know. I, I feel like he's working I, I know, on I know I'm, yeah. I'm being biased because I really want him to work. No, and the thing is, too, what, in Europe, he was a lot more aggressive than he's what he's been showing in, in the U.S. That's the other part it's of it, an inti- too. I, th- I feel like Yo. it's an intimidating thing. You know, the NBA is looked at as the world stage of basketball, yeah. even outside of world basketball, period. Like, when you think about basketball, you think NBA first... And I, I, you know, he's 19. I'm probably intimidating for him, you know. Yo, for those of y'all listening right now, Google Frank Lilikina's All Star Game video mm. in Europe, and you'll see what I remember talking about when he was getting aggressive. He he was going ham. Yeah, but then you don't <laughs> you don't have you know the level of talent. Like I felt I felt the level of talent in the European game is is sparse compared to the NBA. It's more concentrated I in the NBA. I feel you, but mm-hmm. I was like the aggressive like the aggressiveness that we keep saying. Yeah, he oh, has it. He had it that like he was going in. Mm-hmm. Then that's then that's a that's a confidence issue. That's all it is. Once he gains his confidence, which I think in this off season they're going to that's what they're going to work on. Yeah. Definitely going to he was chucking like he was chucking at the end of the season. That's what I mean. Yeah. He's getting it. He's Get getting those it. shots up, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely getting there. Um, here's another guy that um, earlier in the season, there were rumors saying that the Knicks might pursue in free agency, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. Okay. Yeah. 25 years old. He's young. The Lakers, yeah. He had a one-year deal for 17 mil with the Lakers, mm. which means if the Knicks are going to bring him in, Knicks are going to have to pay the guy. Okay. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we got our answer there. I said pass. Yeah, Julius Randle, which is interesting. That is really? another guy. Really? Yes. He's going to be a restricted free agent. He's what? earning 5.5 mil this season. The thing is, the Lakers are looking for two max players, which means there's a possibility that Julius Randle may not come back. So... What do you mean? Wait, can't you... He's an he's a unrestricted... No, he's, he's rest- a restricted free agent, so yeah. Isn't that mean we can bid? And yeah, then we, they yeah, would we have to match. But that's what I'm saying. Like you said if they, if might they not bring him back, that, that, uh, what I'm saying is that if the Lakers get their two quote unquote max players that they're looking for, 
they may they not they, they may not even try to match Julius Randle and be like you know what let him go yeah to whichever team has the highest bid or whatnot. That's, that's what I'm saying. Do it. Maybe you can just get him for like eight mil. I don't know. Somebody might outbid us though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that's also a possibility right. too. Like, yeah. Let's get eight mil. Get him over here now. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'll take that eight. I'll take eight mil for for Julius. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> But it's somebody's probably going to bid that shit. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, yeah. that's positive thinking, guys. Positive yeah. thinking. Nah, he was, <laughs> he was, he was beasting a little bit, though. He nah, was, he is. Listen, yeah. I, for me, he reminds me of Oakley for some reason. When I see him play... Very mm-hmm. high motor, man. And just beasting and, like, very strong, aggressive, yeah. high energy. He has to work on a jumper. That, that's my... That's why I said to. Oakley. That's why I said Oakley. Because remember, has Oakley to. didn't really have a jumper. He had to develop that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was just a bruiser getting inside and... But... I'm wondering what Fizz is going to do with somebody like that, too. Because I know Fizz wants to do, like... He wants to space and pace now. He wants that big man... And Randall can run. Mm-hmm. Randall can run, but he's not shooting. He hasn't shot anything... Farther <laughs> than two feet all that season. Right. That's true. <laughs> the, the thing with the thing with Randall is that everybody knows this man go go left and he still get buckets. I, I, <laughs> I don't understand. The man is going left. Stop him. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Make like, him go right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Fizdale was in Grizzlies forcing those men's not to shoot, not to grind it in as much. So what is it gonna what like what? Right. Mm-hmm. right. No, what, no, that's true. Yeah. What is he gonna do? And is Randall gonna be receptive to that? I don't know. The thing is that if I think Fizz is trying to bring a more fast-paced offense, and Randall would fit that still because yeah, would he runs. will run. Yeah, he definitely will run. You're right about that. Yeah, An- another guy, a- interesting guy, but again, guard Tyreek Evans. This past season, he averaged like nineteen and a half points per game, and I think he had like around six assists per game. He averaged a career high in three-point percentage. Oh, he shot over forty percent from three. Mm. Mm. He's 28, though, and he and this past season he earned 3.2 mil, which means he's probably going to be cheap. But we just got to... Th- what do we really you think need? Think it's going to be that? What do we need, right? Dag, another guard. That's what I'm... You yeah. know, it's tough, because we got to see what's available. 18 and 6 is nice. 18 and 6 and 93 is nice. The man. numbers are nice. But then who's going to lose minutes? Who, who it's yeah. funny. I feel like... Eight, I see like Burke can get you 18 and 6 this year. Absolutely. But I also feel like, how's Tyreek's defense right now? That's the only thing that's really... Yeah. Yeah, that's what Trey Bur- I mean Achilles heel at this I point. I mean, Trey... Uh, well, we know Trey's not good on the defensive end. I think Tyreek is probably a bit better on the defensive end, on the defensive end because he got more size. Yeah. But Yes. Uh, right. Right. Yeah, but but it's like, you know, if you do look at his numbers, it's like maybe Trey Burke can give us the same on the offensive end if given a chance to start next yeah, season, for maybe. The whole season, yeah. So I'm I mean interested to see that. But it, but he's but he would be an interesting guy to go after just based on stats alone. Right. Most definitely. Right, right. And I mean, like we spoke, I think maybe one or two episodes ago, uh whoever's available, you want to choose the best talent and then work around that. Yeah. But then we gotta see years, you know, age. Mm-hmm. Plays a factor. Um, I wish there was more big men on that really on that roster. This is what I mean. Because there's a lot of guards. Yeah. Because, a lot of guards. because because in, in all actuality, like if we have twenty, what did you say, twenty four million in cap space? Like, yeah, yeah, that means we don't have any big men. So we we're, that's gonna have to be a priority. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we can't. We have to address that. That mean that means Enos is gone, and then we're left with what 
uh, Kyle, yeah, or maybe KP. Kyle might be going to. Oh, yeah. A KP who's not going to be playing pop for. Yeah, worst case scenario, not playing like a big man. No yeah. Anymore. Worst case scenario, KP will be out the whole year. Best case scenario, oh, hope not. Please, no. Best case when, scenario, when do they, maybe. When do they say he's projected to come back? Nobody knows. It's all a guessing game. He can be he can be gone he can be out for the year or he can be back in February or he could be a unicorn and be back in some crazy time like October like October or December. <laughs> Ideally we want him to be healthy. I mean, this is the one thing I could say that he could learn from Derrick Rose is don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Derrick Rose took his time and came back. Granted, even though he still got hurt again, he came back when he was ready. You yeah. Know? Don't mention is it Barry Parker? Oh, he's about to say I, that next. He's he was coming up. Okay. But I wanted to mention a guy before him, though. And I think he would actually help the Knicks. Wayne Ellington from mm, Miami Three-point sniper, yeah. Because yes. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Knicks definitely need a guy who can shoot the lights out the ball. Right. Just, just, just stretch the defense. Yeah. Speaking of free agents, he can stretch the defense. Doug McDermott? Oh, well, we're going to bring him back? My bad. My bad. But how much? How's he Yo, you know, no, you know what the maddening You know the maddening thing about the, the, the Doug McDermott Moutier trade situation? Doug McDermott, right? But I looked at his, his numbers. He had like the second or third highest defensive rating on our team. Moutier has like the second or third worst defense rating on our team. Uh, so then when you look at why we how, why how our defense slumped so bad at afterwards, you know, KP going down, mm-hmm. then then Doug McDermott being going. That boom. Cause a- Doug, and then Doug was actually working, he was working on a lot of the aspects of his game. Yeah. On top of that, he started shooting a lot better once we traded him to Dallas. <laughs> Like he went to Dallas on, and started son. lighting it up, yo. Come on, son. And it was just like, bro, really? <laughs> and, and instead, what we get in return for McDermott? Duty, amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kathy's not here to assist you in her. In <laughs> her, <laughs> in her <laughs> duty, amen. Well, that's okay. You, you did it for her, thanks. No, no, that was my impression Too of late. Kathy. It's that was done. my impression. It's already done. <laughs> here's, here's another interesting free agent. Shabazz Muhammad. Really? 25 years old, and he was only on 347K this past season, which means he would probably come for cheap. What is he? Is he Memphis? Nah, he played for... Um, he started the season with Minnesota, but then he got Minnesota. traded to the Bucks. Minnesota. I was thinking that end. How many years yeah. he, was he playing on the Bucks? He, was, he, he came off the bench with the Bucks. Small um, four. Yeah. Yeah. And I know he's that like a good defender. I feel like we did, we did, we did like a profile on him last year where we were talking about free agents in the summer. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, maybe this year this might be the year. I feel like Alan Hahn was big on him. I don't remember why, but I feel like he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's definitely a defensive player and he definitely plays with energy. Yeah. So and he plays the small forward where we don't really have we don't really have strength in that position right now too. So, so that's the thing too. That's another thing I'm not sure about small forward because unless it's like a because we I still I'm looking at my guy Dotson. Happy birthday, Dotson! This is a Sunday. It's oh, your birthday. Yeah, oh wow. yeah, 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 yeah! Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, bullet, bullet! Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, yeah, we got Dawson who still isn't getting no damn burn. We still got Courtney Lee. We probably have to move Lance Thomas. Mm-hmm. Like we still have all these damn players in that small forward. Troy Williams. Mm-hmm. So I like to add on. Even to thinking about drafting a small forward, like damn, is that even the smartest thing to do? But right then now? here's the thing with that small forward forward guard position. It's so interchangeable now the way yeah. the league is like that. Swing wing that we're looking for can fit in there as well. I feel you. Yeah. I'm just like we're, I'm. I'm still free dot. Oh, I'm, no, I'm absolutely. Free absolutely. Dot. So absolutely. we add another small forward. My 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 man dot's less likely to be free unless he does some crazy stuff this summer. He needs hey. to get some shine, man. That yeah. that's you know. Now I'm gonna get to your boy Jabari Parker. Okay, uh, my boy. Okay, twenty <laughs> twenty three. About to say LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> And the light detective determined that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> he's 23 years old. He's just coming off of ACL, but he survived the season. No more, no more injury. Is it behind him then? Yeah. Right. But he's a restricted free agent, though, which means they're gonna, there's going to be a bidding war, and we don't know how much the Bucks are going to want to keep him, too. So that's... I feel like they're strapped for cash. I've read something about that. Yeah, so they're gonna go highest bidder for that. Mm-hmm. It might go, yes. Yeah. Damn. So he might be able to be stolen. Right. Um, the question is, are you willing to do that? I mean, how well did he do in the playoffs? I think he did pretty well. He did all right. He did. He he did okay. He disappeared yeah. some games. Yeah, he, he had some right. games. Where he played like two points. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and you're like, would I put kid bet the farm on this kid? But then he did some. He did okay. So it's like yeah, you got. I think you got to look at the the grand scope because I mean Ben Simmons had a game where he only scored like one point. Yeah, he's, he's still a beast. You know, um, I don't know if I bet the farm on him though. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to think about that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough decision. I, I would. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of Knicks fans wanted Jabari Parker in the beginning of the season. I know mm-hmm, that for sure. Mm-hmm. But eh, it's a possibility if Enos Cantor opts out mm-hmm, for sure. Right. Exactly. True. True. And we got my boy, which I'm not even thinking about it because he's not coming. Rajon Rajon Rondo. Yeah, he's not going. He's not going anywhere. Exactly. He's he's doing what we want to be doing right now. You know. Uh, I'm I'm just saying that this is the guy that I wanted at the beginning of last season. Me too. Yes, yes. I think we all wanted, you know, but we were debating about his, his effect on... The team chemistry. Yes. Yeah. That was the thing that we were like, uh, he's a perfect he... fit, but... But then I, then I think we were saying that he he's done well for the last two seasons. He's been playing yeah. well. Yeah. I was reading that teammates have been raving about him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, he seems like he turned the corner. One yeah. year deal, let's do it. Yeah, listen. Exactly, and now look what he's doing with the Pelicans. Yo. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we went for Tim Hardaway Jr., so... Yeah. Unfortunately, well, I, I mean, you know what? It, it, it remains it, to be seen. Yeah, it remains to be seen. It remains yeah. to be seen. Yeah. It might, might turn out right. We'll see what happens. Mm. Exactly. Here's another interesting signing, or potential, potential. signing, Ian Clark, on mm. the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm. Okay. He's 27. He's on 1.5 mil. He would pay, he would probably be a cheap signing. He gives you defensive effort. Yeah. And he gives you three point shooting. Yeah, definitely. The thing is, again, guard. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's, it's, it's tough, man. Steal Miracic. Steal Miracic. <laughs> <laughs> the next three I have on my list are Knicks. Beasley, Cantor, O'Quinn. Do we bring them back or do we let them go? What? Let's see. Oh, cupboard, cupboard, cut them or keep them. 
It could be an entry. It's an entry? Yeah, it could be an entry. Here's my thing. I said this I said this on the Post Game Live show on YouTube. Check that out if you haven't. Post Game Live or not. Definitely. Just Google the Nick Time show and a bunch of stuff show up. Um, I feel like Beasley worked his way into the Knicks rotation after KP went down. Absolutely. I felt like at one point in the season, Hornacek was holding him accountable on defense, and he's actually playing pretty good help defense for a stretch, mm-hmm. and he was scoring, and he seemed valuable. I feel like Jeff let his foot off the throat a little bit, and then Beasley regressed. But in general, I think he did that with, with everyone. He yes, did that. in general. It was, yeah. I, think, I feel like he did it with Beasley. I feel like... It's, in some some uh, points with with uh, uh, um, with cancer with mm-hmm. with with a bunch of players, right? Here's the thing: we have Dave Fizdale now. The Fizz, <laughs> Fizz is going to hold people accountable. Yeah. Fizz dealt with Beasley when Beasley was in Miami. I feel like yeah. I I feel I think if anybody. Is going to hold people accountable and get them to play hard. I feel like this fits. So to me, someone like Beasley who has that offensive game already intact, it seems like he took a nice little step this offseason. I feel like we got a defensive coach now is going to hold him accountable. Hell mm-hmm. yeah, bring him back. I say definitely bring Beasley back. I say definitely bring KO back. Who was that? Enos Cantor? Yeah. I say we bring Cantor back if he wants to stay. Here's the thing with Cantor though. It's the money, man. That's yeah, the thing. man. So you're saying let Cantor go? Listen. Why? <laughs> listen, man. Listen. <laughs> I've been hash- I've been hashtagging Cantor all season, but he had he makes 18 million and and doesn't really play that much defense. He doesn't play defense well. He tries, it, and he's improved. But it, it, it's it's not even that though. To me, it's like I feel like he plays well enough on the on the offensive end to make up for his defensive liabilities. It's just and he rebounds the ball really well too. It's yeah. just that right. it's just that I so want. So it's just the cap space and get, yeah. make it. Twenty nineteen is huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I like I want the Knicks. To, I want the Knicks to keep their cap space flexible at least. You know what I mean? So you say we get rid of Cantor. I don't oh, want man. to. Wow. I don't want oh, to, but it's make no. easy. Make, yeah, it's, I, it's like it's tough. Cantor and KP. I feel like Cantor is his best person when he's KP is next to him, man. Yes, Cantor because they 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 play off each other. One yes. is really good at one of what the other person is bad at. Yeah, but damn, yo, if he's once uh, he if he's opting out for a longer contract, mm-hmm. more than eighteen million. Oh yeah, no, no, right. Yeah, no, I, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <sighs> we got twenty nineteen coming up, where we got all these big man players coming out. Like yo, yeah, that's that's gonna make it really tough. Like. That's the that's the only that, that's the only reason why I would not be for bringing Cantor back. The only reason. When you put it like that, and then Fizz, then you wonder what Fizz is gonna do with him as well because Fizz, like I said, he's encouraging deeper shots, three pointers, and he can't do that. He's a he's a back to the basket center. Yeah, he's, like, he's definitely not mm-hmm. a stretch. So you wondering stretch five, <laughs> like what his minutes are gonna be like. Once he gets here, mm-hmm. is it going? Is he gonna be playing thirty minutes for Cantor? Right. I, I'm. I'm. I'm even thinking. What is Cantor thinking? Does Cantor think like you know what? I'm not gonna get that much burn with this type of coach. That's here. probably mm-hmm. what he's thinking and why he's like saying, "Oh, this is a good move for the Knicks." Exactly. Yeah. You know. Mm. So it's all uh, it's, it's sticky. Yeah. Sticky. Damn. That's why I'm really for like yo Miracic son Miracic was. 
No, that that he would definitely fit. Yeah. In 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 that style of offense. Just just go after the Demarcus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, New Orleans. Spend all your money there. You right, snatch, right, so, right. Snatch him away. Exactly. Yeah. Now I'm reaching near the end of the free agent list. I'm just gonna do an honorable mention. Knicks have no chance. Paul George. Yeah, he's nah. more likely gonna opt out, but Knicks have no chance, so we're gonna skip Paul George. I would George. max him out. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would max Paul George too. It's just that, right? The Knicks don't have the cap space, so yeah, I'm not even gonna exactly. go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeremy Grant, which I think is interesting. That's interesting. Cause he's 24 years old. He's young. Mister, steal your minutes from Melo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and this past season, he only earned 1.5 mil, which means we, Knicks could probably get him on the cheap and. At least from what I saw from him in the playoffs, I liked what I saw. He gives you def- D gives you great defense, and he he plays a lot of energy, and also he has a bit of a three ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think he would fit in well with the Knicks if the Knicks were to go after him. Mm. Goodbye, Lance. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the new Lance, kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah, he would be. Then we have another interesting guy, Aaron Gordon. From the Magic, restricted free agent. I pass. Twenty-two years old. <laughs> he's only twenty-two though. Yeah, but he's like, the defense is. I mean, maybe Fizz can help him out there. Mm-hmm. But he's like the, those those tweener. He's like a tweener forward. He's like yeah, six he eight, but he's like yeah. a big man. But he can't defend nobody. Mm-hmm. It's a gamble. Yeah, man. I was reading that like every every time he's on the floor, there's, there's just more buckets at the basket. Gamble, gamble. <laughs> It's a gamble. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean to be real about it. Like, if that's the case, I'd rather bring back Beasley to be real about pretty it. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then we have another interesting guy, Ed Davis, from um the Portland Trailblazers. Mm. Six point three million earned this past season, which I mean to be honest, I think that's a bit too rich. For the production, he, for the for the for the production he gave the Trailblazers, yeah. but 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 he's a big man that again gives you energy. He rebounds. He plays D. Right. So cheap role players. Everybody loves is like cheap role players. Yeah, right. right. As long as they're actually like, contributing. Yeah, cheap role players. They can run around, get a rebound, <laughs> and pass it to uh, the point guard. Exactly, Trey Burke. Then we have. Two Spurs, but they're opting in because I can't see them going anywhere. Rudy Gay and Danny Green. Yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, yeah they're, they're opting not going in. nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here's the last guy on my list, and he's a really interesting guy, and I would not mind if the Knicks got him. Spurs? No. Oh. From the Jazz. Derek Favors. Oh. 26 years old. He's earning 11.7 mil, though. Yeah, and, 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 and. Side. Yeah, which means if the Knicks are to sign him, he would probably take up some cap space. Yeah. Right. But but I I love the way he plays for the Jazz though. I think he he's he's a good basketball player, but if if you're talking about also being aware and conscious of the cap space. Yeah. Yeah, and investing so much money in a, in a guard at this yeah, point man. is so weird, yo. No, 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 he's a no, he's a big man. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Huh. But well. well. Mm. As I said, it would be tough because, again, like, if the Knicks are to sign him, he would probably take up some cap space. Is, so Is he restricted? No, he's unrestricted. Okay. I mean, it might be worth it. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I want to It might be worth it. Because think about, okay, we, we resign KO, right? Mm-hmm. If KO, if we resign KO, it's going to cost, like, $10 million probably. Maybe. 
I hope not. I hope KO can stay for a bit less. I'm hoping. How much is he making no now? Way. He's making eight? five million. It's fine. Now. Yeah. There's no way. Eight, he's gonna maybe. Get, there's no way he's gonna get. You think it's gonna be eight? I'm hoping it's eight. I think eight's a nice number. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm hoping it's eight. I'm hoping it's eight too, but I'm, <laughs> we can all hope together. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. We we're, we're thinking we're out, we're thinking we're thinking about if Cantor's not here though. You know what I'm right, saying? If Kansas right. not here, that's 18 million. Right, more. yes. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And I, I would also, I also would have to think that someone would have to be moved this this summer, yo. Someone that's, has to be moved yeah. this summer. Th- th- but that's why Moody is. <laughs> yeah, we got to move Moody in. Yup. <laughs> like we got, I mean, between Lance and Lee and Moody I feel like I feel like I'm gonna keep Moody yo. I feel like Lance might get moved. The only reason Knicks would keep Moody is because nobody else would want him. That's the only reason that man is right. staying. Second round pick? I'll take it. Yeah. I think Lance is gone, though. I think so. You think so? I mean, he didn't really contribute much this season, man. I don't know. But the thing is, like, who would, who, who yeah, would take Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Him? Yeah. At People would take him because he still shot 40% from three. Probably. I mean, Did he shoot 40% from three? Yeah, I mean, they could give us a second round pick. I'd be fine with that. Like, And he's $7 million. He's not even that much. Yeah. Right, so it's not even going to make that big of a dent. It makes a big dent when you combine it with Enos Cantor's eighteen million. Yeah, because that's right. the, cause right, that, yes, because that'd be twenty five right yeah. there. Yeah, it's twenty five right there. I don't know. Yeah, we shall see. Mm-hmm. Well, there has I don't you know the Knicks haven't been playing clearly, so we I think I don't know if we can we can, we're gonna opt out of the U picks, but there's definitely been some bra picks this week. Yeah, major bra. Oh boy! Definitely been some bro picks this week. Um, Jay, you have any? I'm deferring. Oh, <laughs> well, all right then. Um, LeBron uh, won, so you know. My oh, oh. well, <laughs> <laughs> my bro, I'm, I I have one. Um, no, I actually do have one U pick, but my U pick is gonna go to Van. It, it ties into the bro. My O pick goes to Van Lathan. I'm giving Ooh. Van Lathan an O pick for um, his eloquent response to the individual who's getting the bruh pick. Okay. Um, Kanye West is getting my bruh pick for this week and for next week and probably for the entire month. Scoop the yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay, so, so first we're going to give him bruh. the bruh for that verse. Yeah. What the f- was what? that? I'm learning. I'm trying to figure out new and creative ways to work in Scoop Diddy Whoop in my Diddy everyday Whoop conversation. Poop. <laughs> yeah, like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm... Can we have Scoop Diddy Whoop picks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no? man. Okay. Nah. All right, all right. I'm like, I'm, I'm writing way too much. Uh, you know, if, if Scoop Diddy Whoop... <laughs> Scoop Diddy Whoop picks. No? I'll pick the bro picks. Scoop Diddy Whoop picks. So, nah. that, right. you know, that's... Bruh, hey, bruh, B is him, you know, wearing the Make America Great Again hat. And, and, you know, that's not even the reason why he's getting the bruh. Because you can think whatever you want. Kanye is in a different atmosphere and bubble mm-hmm. where finances and economics are the thing that runs things, not color. Right? So you believe what you want. Mm-hmm. But he's wearing this hat and not aware of or pretending to not be aware of the ramifications of wearing that. His uh, reason for wearing it and for 
aligning himself with Trump and saying he loves Trump is because of Trump's campaign and the fact that he's president shows that anything is possible in America. Right. He's not he doesn't of, know any of Trump's yeah, policies. He's not aware of his policies. He doesn't read. No, he doesn't. He's, he said that he's not a fan of reading. He's just he just thinks things, <laughs> which is why he likes Trump. <laughs> so you know <laughs> now. And so uh, I'm gonna give that a bro. And then the bro C again for Kanye. And I don't really like the fact that I'm focusing so much on him. But after this week's events, it's just actually been weighing on my heart a lot. You know how this person of influence and affluence can be that careless with his words. I understand, you, you know, you, you're, he's at a place where he doesn't have the luxury to be that careless mm -hmm. because he has a, a platform where a lot of people listen to him and to the point where they can take his words and use them against us. You yeah. see this? The comment I'm referring to, if you've been under a rock, Kanye West said that, the 400 years of slavery that your ancestors, my ancestors went through was a choice. And it was the context of what he was saying it. You can hear that the information's in there. The correct information's in there. Mm -hmm. But the way it was synthesized and then came out of his mouth, yeah, it was just wrong. very disrespectful. I know what he meant two days later, but it was like, you know what it was? It, it was like that. Coupled with the MAGA hat, coupled with all the crazy stuff that happened. Coupled with him saying he was addicted to opioids. Made it just yeah. like... Coupled with the fact that they said he's supposed to be on meds and he's only taking them once a week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, so it makes me think your thoughts are not lucid all the time. So... Bruh. He's going to get a bruh for that as well. You know, uh, when you have certain platforms, <sighs> you have to be responsible the idea of free thought and the idea that love is the only thing that can conquer everything, I fully and wholeheartedly agree with that. But free thought comes with taking in information and synthesizing and coming up with your own conclusions. But if you're not taking in information, you're not reading, you're not aware yeah. of... Then there's no thought. So you're just yeah. creating things. There's no thought if there's no information going so, on. So, you, you know, you know, and Ryan... man said absence of thought. Right. Yeah. At that point. Yes. You know, Ryan and I were talking um, before we got on the air. And my thing is, this gave me a moment to reflect on myself and how am I affecting my community. That's what this all did for me. Because Kanye did give a mention of, oh, when white folks kill black folks, we want to march. But when black folks are killing each other, we don't. Which is not entirely true because there's people on the ground floor every day that are fighting the conditions in black communities where we are killing each other. Yeah, he's, he's disconnected. He doesn't even live in he's Chicago. He's disconnected, yeah. but he still yeah. mentions that. Yeah, he's, mm -hmm. he so I'm like, that. well, what are you really doing for your the Chicago community, Kanye? If you want to mention that, mm -hmm. he has a first hand. He, all he has to do is ask Chance, and he can help him. But he, I don't know. he could, because Chance knows. And Chance yeah. was actually def came to his defense by saying he tweeted, um, um, just so you guys know, blacks can be Republicans. Yeah. So he was coming to Kanye's defense. So they have access to each other. So for me, what it did, because I'm like, I don't know what he's doing for his community, and at this point, I don't care. But what it did for me was a couple things. One, it made me really reflect on what am I doing for my community, and I tried to be aware of that, you know? Um, so it just gave me a charge to be more active in my community and things that affect my community and being aware of that. 
because it seems like there's a disconnect that Kanye has, and I feel like I never want to have that disconnect, no matter how much money I can amass. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to have that disconnect. Um, the other, th- the other thing is supporting artists that speak for me, and uh, and 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 that speak to me. So Kanye doesn't represent me at this point, just based off of what I've seen, and I don't know him that well. We all think, you know, again, another thing that we spoke about off air was when, when you look at music and how music connects with people and how people connect to music and they are affected by music. Music sometimes dictates what mood you're in or if you're in a mood, you listen to certain music. So there's a personal connection. So we feel like we know people through their music at times and we don't know these people. Mm-hmm. We're only getting a fraction of who this person is. So now, why am I saying this person is speaking for me? based off of words that he's put together in a song because we feel like this is who he is. He, why would he be writing these things if this is not who he is, right? Yeah. But for me, at this point, I don't, I'm don't. i okay if I never hear another Kanye record again. For me, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I turned on the radio, some of the same radio stations that were um, criticizing him, it was playing a, record, a Kanye record today. Again, we have power that we don't really utilize. Like if we really don't think these people are speaking for us, stop playing their stuff because you get royalties from that. Yeah. Right? Um, so, uh, for me, I don't think I need to listen to any of his old stuff either. I'd be okay if I never heard Kanye's music again. I'd be okay for me personally. Uh, and, you know, I just took this... Um, for me, it was just a moment to reflect more than just being upset or angry or... You know, oh, why is he saying, you know, I don't care why he's saying it. This mm-hmm. is what he said. This is what he thinks. Some people say it's marketing because he has a new album coming out in a month and five other albums that he's producing, and that's fine. But if this is the, the thing you have to stoop to to do that, you know, it's cool. I'm good, man. Yeah, my person, my yeah. personal feeling, he's like confused and detached from the world. And he's, and he, and it's like a few things happening to me. Mm-hmm. To me, he's, conf- he's detached from the world. Mm-hmm. He hasn't he hasn't been around this community in that long. He's he's living somewhere in Calabasas. Calabasas. And then he doesn't he's not watching CNN. And then on top and all and the other thing about it is his ego. His ego is what got him to where he is right now. Mm. He's gotten to where he is by by a believing him he can do anything, and b not listening to people. Mm-hmm. So then when people are trying to tell him things, he goes, "Well, no, not listening to people has gotten me this far right now." So why would I start to listen to people to people right now? It's true, mm-hmm. and that thought process is hurting him right now. Mm. But that's yeah. the thing; it's hurting him and everybody else. Because okay, of all his, right now, all right now. That yeah, yeah exactly. because of his voice is is it's too big. Like this is big, really says, big, and not well thought out at the same time. His yeah. voice yeah. is too big, and too many people are listening. Yeah, yeah. Like and for example, he he can put out a tweet. And let's say he deletes that tweet five minutes later. How many people do you think read that tweet already? Exactly. Millions. Yeah. It's crazy. The scope and the reach that he has. And it's like when you have that much reach, not to say that it's an obligation, but I feel like why not use that in a positive way or be more deliberate about how you use that voice? Like you're not just anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who can say things and it'll maybe reach three, four, five, ten, twenty people, maybe depending mm-hmm. on your reach. You are somebody who has a voice that goes global. 
Exactly. In seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to take that responsibility seriously. Yeah. And only, I'm only going to add a few things to this whole conversation about Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first heard those comments, um, like the first thought that really came into my head was, how can a man go from being pro-black and saying things like during the whole, um, I think, telethon for um, Hurricane Katrina, mm. say like how George Bush doesn't care about black people and blah, blah, blah. Go from that to all of a sudden talking how 400 years of slavery is a choice. Like There has to be things going on in this man's life that we don't know about that has him thinking way out of whack about things. And the second thing that came into my mind when I heard those comments was, I don't even think I can support this man anymore. Like, I, I, I'm not buying any more of his music. I'm a sneakerhead. You, you're not going to see me in a pair of Yeezys mm. or none of that. And to me, it's like, if this is really a marketing thing to like really get attention towards him so that he can bring more attention to his album. I don't know who he's consulting with. Hmm. I don't even I don't even know if he has a PR person cuz as Jay said like oh, he thinks he, he thinks for himself. Well he like, says he's not media trained. He admits he's not media trained. Yeah, so he so he clearly has no PR person. No, he doesn't have a PR person. So he actually fired his ban- his managers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like oh, he wants to be able to think freely. Yeah, so I'm like <laughs> He clearly did not... I'm, th- I'm dead serious. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm like, he clearly did not think this through because I feel like one of the main consumers of his music is black people. And if you're going to make an irresponsible comment like 400 years of slavery is a choice, you're losing the majority of your black audience right there. I think he lost like 10 million followers. Yeah, in, in like a day or something yeah. like that. I think that was, I was a, I think it was a lie. It was like a rumor. It was, oh, it was a rumor? Okay. All right. But yeah. Here's the thing, too. It's so interesting how people operate. When LeBron James decided to leave Cleveland to go to Miami, what happened? You had the whole TV thing. He burned his jerseys and all that, right? Oh, you, oh you're talking about the fans' reaction? Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. How many people threw their Yeezys in the garbage, you think? Nobody. Probably not. You, you know... You gotta sell those, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... I don't know. Resale value. My whole thing is, I'd love to see how many white people support his music. I'd love to see how many white people support his clothing line, his sneakers. That's what I want to see because I feel like a lot of the support he gets is from the black community. And if you're going to say irresponsible things like that and lose the support of the black community... No, he has has support from everybody. Like You don't get that big mm -hmm. without having a cross-pop culture type of support. And he makes... Uh, universal fashion. Mm-hmm. His fashion is very avant-garde. It's very, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. So it's. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. To me, to me, my whole thing is is that like, at least I, I'm. I can't speak for Kanye West or whatnot, but I mean, if I was in his, if I was in in his shoes, my priority would be to. Keep the interest of my people first and foremost. Man, you know he's not I mean? thinking like that. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I know. He's I know. I know. The bubble that he's in yeah, the ver- does not reflect that reality. Here's, yeah. Yo, here's the thing with him. Like, he doesn't know. Like, I think that's that's the 
he's really kind of ignorant to what the hell is going on around. And this is not an excuse. This is kind of just me listening to everything, all the information I'm hearing and putting it together. I was like, he don't know what the hell he's doing. He's winging it par- partially because he's his, he's not right in the mind, partially. It's- partially because he has a big ego and doesn't listen to everybody. Yes. Partially well, because he's paranoid that people are trying to control him and he just, and he wants to do thing. whatever he wants to do. Here's the thing. I don't I don't and I don't wanna like give him too much credit for not no. I mean I, I'm sure, I th- do think there's things he's detached from. But um <clears throat> there's things he's not addressing with himself, his insecurities that he has that he's I feel like he still has. Um for example, he says that we're caught up with other people's opinions, right? Mm-hmm. He's thinking freely. We need to think freely. We need to not be affected by other people's opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Someone says, yo, Ryan, you look fat. Is that a fact and opinion, right? It's somebody's opinion. Because yeah. it all depends on how some people, yeah, you know, some people call fat, thick, or what, yeah, whatever, perspective, right? Yeah. Perspective. He's a free thinker and is not affected by people's opinions. He doesn't even know yeah, what that means. But... It contradicted himself, though. By saying that <laughs> I went and got liposuction so that you guys wouldn't call me fat. Yeah. He, he doesn't know... You're affected by somebody's means. opinions, Kanye. You're affected by somebody's thought. So it's just like, is this guy really unraveling before our eyes? Is is this all a uh, publicity stunt? I don't know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But I, what I do care about is how the community is affected by what he said. And the only thing I can control is what's immediately in front of me. And so that's what I'm continuing to focus on. So that being said, you know, um, free thought is subjective as to what that means. Yeah. Who has the real answer to what free thought is? Because every thought that we have is shaped by something else that we've either read, heard, or seen. You can't just, I mean, you can pull things out of the sky clearly, but that is misguided. You know, but anyway, so... Bruh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on another note, I like I like to get back to basketball. Yes, you know. There are some basketball bro picks I got. Okay. First of all, Aaron Baines. Celtics. If y'all been watching the playoffs, it seems like this man's been getting baptized lately. A whole lot. (laughs) He got baptized in the first round by the Greek freak. Greek freak had his hand all up in that man's neck as he was as he dunked it on him. I mean, sometimes the people win the defense, you know, they get they they get put on a poster. Exactly. Look at Matumbo. All right. Yeah, that is true. Right. And then in the second round against the Sixers, he got posterized by Embiid. Oh, boy. To get those blocks, you need to get put on a poster sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Take some L's. Take some L's. (laughs) (laughs) On the way. Yes, I mean, dude's been getting baptized left and right, so I kind of feel sorry for him, but he gets a bruh. Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) My second bruh Mm. goes to your boy LeBron James. Oh. Oh, I like this one. (laughs) <laughs> Continue, you don't Ryan. You know what it is, man. <laughs> and I gotta thank Shaqton the Fool for this because this skipped me when I saw it. <laughs> Last series against Indiana, there was a play 
where LeBron was guarding Darren Collison. Okay. And I don't know... I think he was shouting at somebody. Like, he was making a call to somebody to do something. And he had his head turned around completely. When he had his head turned around completely, Darren Collison saw that and drove right by him and laid it up at the basket. Aww. <laughs> Bruh. What were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and and the last bro again, which I gotta contribute to, that I gotta attribute to Shaqton the Fool because this missed me. The Blazers and Pelicans series. You know, sometimes you know in, in the NBA, you know when one of your teammates they do something good. You know they make a big play. You know sometimes you you know you see you might see a play. You know slap him on the butt or whatnot. Right. You know, the, you know, good job. Right. In this incident, it seemed like the ref, the refs were getting a bit too touchy-feely with the players. Uh-oh. What? Oh, snap. Yeah, Terry S- Crews? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was an incident where the referees had to split, had to break it up between the Pelicans and the Blazers, right? Oh, my God. And the ref was trying oh, to no. pull away Evan Turner. And as he was trying to pull away Evan Turner, Bruh. he grabbed a whole bunch of butt cheek in the process. Oh. <laughs> Bruh. 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 Consent. Bruh. Consent. <laughs> Whoa. Is yeah. that considered sexual harassment in the office? I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just because he was dressed a certain way, (laughs) does not give you the right. (laughs) Not give you the right. Me too. All right. It it wasn't even like one of those where it was like it was just a palm, where it's like you're not really squeezing, but you just palm it. He 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 squeezed. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, listening, the hand gestures this man is doing is not making this any better. Man, you a lucky Kathy's not here. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, text to Kathy right now. Nah. <laughs> you would not believe what Ryan did. <laughs> oh. oh my yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> oh man. Oh. Well we've come to the end of another episode. Um a lot of cool information. Um Happy about Fizz. Excited to see what this new team's gonna look like. Word. Yes. Um, new era of Knicks basketball. New era like of the, Knicks basketball. For like the 55th time in like 11 years. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, you got a chance to start from scratch. Clean yeah. slate. Mm-hmm. And build a culture. And build a culture. And you know what? He's not gonna have any any pushback this time. Right. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's on a team that wants to build a new culture as well. Yes. You like it. You like it. Anyway, social media time. You can find me at Edson Sean, E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N, on all platforms. And you can also check out my band, The Experience, T-H-E-E-X-P-E-R-I-3-N-C-E. Um, where can they find you, Jay? Oh, they can find me at J Ellis Draws Things. That's J-E-L-L-I-S Draws Things. <laughs> <laughs> Just now you sounded like the guy from um, WB. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all can catch me at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That is S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. And yes, watch out for writings this summer. They shall come soon, yes. Soon come. 
Word. Yes. All episodes on SoundCloud.com slash yes. The Nick of Time Show. Yes. Got yes. all the old stuff. And that, um, the recap show, where can they find that? The recap show? The, 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 show, the, live, the show. live show. Oh, the live, the post-game yeah. live is yeah. on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and Google The Nick of, on YouTube. Enter The Nick of Time Show. Yes. In your YouTube search. And you just, you'll see our, our page. You can subscribe. Wonderful. Yes. Please subscribe. Please Do subscribe. That. Yes. Support, support the cause. And that's it. Peace. Life when he's gotta handle 
more than you thought he could handle No Olivia Pope to manage the scandal Is it giving you hope or giving you rope to hang you? Lines then Daniel, coming out the flame with a lit candle Troubles out of the park, I'm Mick Mantle I switch channels from CNN to see the top news story right out of my front window. Shoot a nigga, kill a nigga, head on a mantle. Firearm ready, do or die, I'm a man too. Quiet storm, machete and palm, set the handle. Any crab grass in the garden getting canceled. A threat to one is a threat to all. And I ain't waiting by the toilet for shit to fall. Mouth open, we just about broken. But I doubt hoping we'll get it done. I need my sons to be outspoken. Click, click, click. Oh. 